It's a rainy day in Georgia. That's like a good song, wasn't it? Oh, praise the Lord. Well, anyway, we're here with the Word of God, and that's what counts. The Word of God is going to reign in our hearts, in our minds, in our bodies, and cause us to know things maybe we haven't seen before. Are you ready for that today? Yeah, I, I tell you, every time I do this study up here, I, I, God shows me new things all the time. And it's amazing. So I'm glad I get a chance to come up here and share the Word of God because I want to learn something new. And I don't know about you, but I'm getting excited about what God's going to show today. Uh, we're going to talk about the resurrection body. Uh, yeah, I, I think I need one today. I need, <laughs> you know, be able to change this thing into what God intended it to be. Well, let's look at John chapter 20, verse 24 through 29. Now Thomas called the twin. One of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. He had appeared to the disciples before, but Thomas was not there. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. And Jesus came, and the doors were being shut, stood in the midst uh, and said, Peace to you. And he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here, and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord, my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen, and yet have believed. Hallelujah. Uh, the the obvious thing that we can look at here this this day is to look at Thomas. That would be the obvious thing to look at. Um, most everyone, you, you, Thomas is here. He's doubting. He doesn't know. He hasn't seen. Everybody else has seen. Um, he just hadn't seen. See, I got to see this for myself. You know, if I don't see it, I'm not going to believe it. If you ever said that before, yes, you have. <laughs> uh, so that's what Thomas was going through. Listen, y'all can tell me all you want to, but unless I see him myself, I'm not going to believe at all. But then Jesus came in. And he, Jesus always knows where you are in your belief. He knows you're... He, he doesn't have to... He doesn't have to for you to. Oh, I can't even speak this morning. He, you don't have to say a word. Jesus already knows. He knew that Thomas wanted to believe, and the only way he was going to believe was through uh, the, the the nail prints in his hand and the hole in his side. He already knew that, so he told Thomas that. Listen, here it is. Now you see it. 
Then Thomas said, oh, oh, my Lord, my God. You see, Jesus is always saying throughout the Gospels, He's saying, only believe. That's all He's ever saying. See, we want to have a sign. We want to see something. We want someone to come knock us over the head <laughs> and wake us up to the truth. But Jesus is just coming to us at all times and says, I just want you to believe. That's it. Believe in me. Believe who I am. Believe me, not for what I do, but I am the Son of the living God. Believe that. And then from that, you can do anything. You can accomplish anything in your life. So, it, that's what he told Thomas. Only believe. Just just believe. Says, Blessed are those who have not seen, and yet they believe. That's basically what he's saying. Only believe. So people are blessed even though they don't see Jesus physically. You know, sometimes, I'll be honest. I say, you know, Jesus, if you'd only show up in my room <laughs> and tell me specifically what I ought to do, uh, he hasn't done that yet. <laughs> he hasn't shown up. Other people give testimonies of that, and, and why not me? Well, he's always spoken to me in the way that I can receive. Yeah, he knows how you can receive him. And so he speaks to you exactly according to how you will receive his word, how you will receive him completely. So that's good news. Now, we could continue to talk about all of that. That would be the obvious thing. But that's not what God put on my heart to share this morning. We're going to talk about the resurrection body. Hmm. You see, Jesus came into the room. Uh, the door was shut. So how did he get into the room? He walked through the door. He walked through it. Huh? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's amazing in itself. Right now, that would have knocked me over when I saw that take place. But that's what he did. He walked into it. And he he still had the nail prints. He still had the hole in his side. Uh, he was resurrected, but he had evidence of what he went through for you and me. Because he knew that Thomas had to see that to believe. So therefore, it was there for Thomas. It was there to be able to show Thomas, this is me. I, I, I'm I'm still your Lord and say I'm still Jesus. I'm still the one that you follow. Yeah. So there there are other appearances of Jesus, and we're going to just uh, just touch on those over uh, still in John chapter twenty. Remember uh, in eleven and following, uh, Mary came to the the tomb and she was saying, uh, "Oh gosh, he's gone. Who's taking him now?" What's going on here? Uh, I don't understand this. But she saw two angels and uh, sitting one in the head and the other on the feet and uh, where, where the body of Jesus had lain. Jesus wasn't there. And then down in uh, verse 14, now when she had 
said uh, all of these, talking all of this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, uh, but did not know him. She thought he was the gardener. <laughs> she still didn't recognize Jesus at all. But he, he had risen from the dead, his resurrected body, but he was not recognized by her. <clears throat> How did she recognize him? Well, verse 16, Jesus said to her, Mary. That's all he had to say. She knew then that this was Jesus. You know, when God calls your name, you know. You know who it is. You don't have any doubt anymore. He knows your name. So that's how she knew Jesus. She acknowledged Rabboni, which is to say, this is teacher. So he appeared to, to Mary in a, and yet unrecognizable until he actually spoke to her. Sometimes we have to hear Jesus speak before we recognize him. Even in his resurrection body. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, let's go over to uh, Luke chapter uh, 24. And we're going to look at the uh, scripture uh, uh, that the Emmaus walk is based on. Uh, the road to Emmaus. This is what the, the Emmaus walk. And I'm sad to say that with this COVID-19 stuff, it's not taking place right now. Uh, I've worked in uh, the Emmaus walk for, whew, I guess, uh, at least 25 years. And it's not taking place anymore. And a lot of men and women are changed because of it. Well, here in Luke chapter 24, uh, we have starting with verse 13, that uh, two of them were traveling on the same day to the village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. Is that right, Betty? Yeah, Betty shakes her head. Yeah, that's right. She knows. And they talked together of, of these things that are happening. They're discussing, uh, well, he, he died. Um, and now now what? What are we going to do now? So it was that they were conversed and, and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Jesus always comes when you have some doubts. When you don't quite understand something. So this is what Jesus comes. He's coming in his resurrected form. And but their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. Uh, it could be many reasons for that. I just see one reason. They just sad and caught up in their grief and, and sorrow and what's going on. And they just can't see clearly. Because they're caught up in their feelings. Is that the way it is with some people? Yes. So they couldn't see him. Now, verse uh, 19, uh, and he, he said to them, uh, what things? So they were talking about certain things, and he, Jesus said, now what things? So they said to him, uh, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and the word before God and all the people. And then the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. See, they were caught up in disappointment. They couldn't recognize Jesus at this time. 
I mean, we had all these plans for Jesus to redeem us and to set us free from all the oppression and for Israel to be completely delivered. And, and, and it, it didn't happen the way they thought. Is that the way we do sometimes? It, it doesn't work out like we think it should have. Uh-huh. Yes. John's over there shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it is. And But Jesus comes in our disappointment. In His resurrected body, He's appearing to them. So, down in verse 25, and He said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into His glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, He expounded to them in all the Scriptures the things concerning Himself. So here in His resurrection body, He's walking along with these two men who are disappointed, don't know what's going on, they can't figure it all out, and He's there to minister to them and be able to explain to them the Scriptures. I mean, now, over in uh, verse 29, and they, they constrain Him, saying, uh, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far apart. And he went in to stay with them. He went into their home, I'm sure. And, you know, they were going to have some meal. They were going to talk. You know how people do. We sit around the table and we talk. And there it came to pass as he sat at the table with them, he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. Hmm, what does that sound like? <laughs> it sounds like uh, he's giving them communion of himself. Ah. Uh, And then they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened scriptures to us? Verse 31 said that their eyes were opened and they knew him because of the breaking of the bread and their hearts. Something took place inside of them when they heard Jesus speaking the Word of God and explaining to them what the prophets had prophesied. It was now taking place. In His resurrection body, Jesus came to minister to these two men in their disappointment and reveal Himself as to how they could receive Yes. Well, what, what, oh, praise the Lord. Over, by, over in John chapter 21, uh, that will be talked about. We won't get into great detail, but it will be discussed even further in our Bible study. And I'm getting back to John chapter 21. Here in John chapter 21 is when Jesus... Uh, showed up and the disciples uh, went out fishing. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, And they were out fishing trying to catch something. And uh, in verse uh, 3, they caught nothing. Yeah. Seems like they did that before. And Jesus stood on the shore, but they they didn't recognize him. Verse 4. And Jesus said, Hey, hey guys, you got any food? 
And they said, well, no, we don't got any. We can't get. We didn't catch anything today. They still didn't know him. And he said, that it was, listen, why don't you take and, and cast it on the other side? Okay, so they did. They obeyed what the, this resurrected Jesus said, not, not knowing that it was. But they said, what do we got to lose? I mean, you know, we ain't got anything. We might as well do what this guy is saying. So they, therefore the disciples whom Jesus loved in verse 7 said oh, to Peter, it is the Lord. They began to recognize him. And, and Jesus, Peter got so uh, excited uh, he thought he could walk on water again. <laughs> he got out of the boat anyway <laughs> and plunged into the sea. <laughs> yeah, he didn't care. He was going to Jesus. <laughs> and then uh, then there were some uh, coals of fire on the shore and, and fish were laid on it and bread. Now this may be talked about later, but where did Jesus get this? <laughs> Whoever was looking at this scripture, I want you to tell me <laughs> where did Jesus get the fish and the bread on the key was already cooking breakfast for him? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Oh <laughs> uh, well. You think he could have spoken it into existence? <laughs> Possible. And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you've caught. So he brought some over here and was a hundred and fifty three of them. We won't go into why hundred and fifty three. I kind of figured that out one day, but it's it's a, it's amazing. All every number in the Bible means something. Hmm. It's not 153. Well, whoopee. Why couldn't it have been 152? I don't know. So Jesus said, "Now, once you come and eat breakfast." So they came and ate breakfast. And here Jesus is sitting on the shore and he's eating breakfast with the disciples in his resurrected body. Not only that. He had dominion over the fish of the sea in his resurrected body. He knew where the catch was. All things are happening in this resurrection body that Jesus has. Oh, well, we know also in Acts chapter 1, I'm going to leave you hanging on some of this stuff. <laughs> Acts chapter 1 here Jesus shows up and he begins to teach them 40 days speaking about the kingdom of God as recorded in verse 3. So he still has said, listen, you haven't learned everything yet. You've got more to learn. And so Jesus explained to them, and they, oh, we're excited now. Hallelujah. Uh, and they got so excited, they, they said to him in verse 7, is it not that... that to know the times of this, uh, well, no, verse 6. Lord, will you at this time uh, restore the kingdom of Israel? See, they still got that mindset. <laughs> uh, we want the nation released now. We want it free now. See, they're thinking the physical and Jesus thinking spiritual. And Jesus said, listen, uh, I want you to know that you're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and you're going to receive power to be a witness. Hmm. Wherever you go, you're going to witness of me. 
So, here Jesus is uh, doing all this in his resurrected body. Huh. Well, what does that say to me? What about me? What about us? Well, let's turn over to 1 John chapter 3. <laughs> I mean, the, it, we're not just here just to get some information. The Scripture speaks to us. The Word of God speaks to us. It reveals something for us. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. Beloved, now we are the children of God, and it has not been yet revealed what we shall be, but we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. We're going to be like Him. Hmm. I look in the mirror and I say, well, this doesn't like Jesus to me. <laughs> 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 I mean, no, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about when Jesus is revealed to us, we're going to be like him in the resurrection body. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I am excited about that. No more pain, no more fear, no more anxiety, no more, oh, no more worry, no, no problems. Hallelujah. Whew. Praise the Lord. So, in light of that, Let's see how all this takes place. Uh, go over to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, chapter 15. Oh, yeah, John. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand now. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15, starting with verse 35. Hallelujah. But uh, someone will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Foolish ones, what you sow is not made alive unless it dies. Hmm. Okay, let's go on. And what you sow, you do not sow that body that shall be but mere grain, perhaps wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as He pleases to each seed its own body. <clears throat> now, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to pick me up an apple tree. No, He doesn't have any there. What's He going to give me? Apple seeds. Now, in that apple seed is an apple tree. That little thing. <laughs> I wish I had a seed. I tried. That little old seed. There's an apple tree in there. You need a magnifying glass to open that thing up. Yeah, there's an apple tree in that seed. So, what do you do to have the apple tree? You plant it. You put it in the ground, which produces the apple tree. Hmm. Keep that in mind now. 
<clears throat> all flesh, back to verse 39, all flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of fresh flesh for men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies. All those big words. How about heavenly and earthly? Sound better to me. There are heavenly bodies and there are earthly bodies. But the glory of the heavenly is one and the glory of the earthly is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is what? Sown. You put the seed in the ground to produce what's inside that seed, the apple tree. The body is sown in corruption and it's raised in incorruption. See, it's sown just like a seed. Mm-hmm. Ah. You're going to wonder about something in a minute. It is sown in dishonor and is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness and is raised in power. It is sown a natural body and is raised a spiritual body. Resurrection body. Hmm. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became the living being, and the last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterward, the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also those who are heavenly. I was born here on this earth. Mm. Shall I not be like Jesus when I'm resurrected? Resurrected body. Mm. And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, so also, so shall we also bear the image of the heavenly man. Now, wait a minute. This apple seed, God already placed it in there, the apple tree. That's what it was going to produce. He planted you and I in this earth. Mm-hmm. See where I'm going? Is not the potential that the resurrected body is already in me? That you can ponder on that for a while. The spiritual life is what God is, is looking at. It is there. It is full. It is complete. It is ready to be resurrected into the image of that Jesus had his resurrected body. Hmm. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the resurrection. It is it is oh 
Listen, I, I, I got this, this illustration here. Uh, how many of you remember the old Superman TV show? No, only two of us because we were old. Back in 1952, I grew up watching Superman. Clark Kent, George Reeves, Clark Kent. I mean, he was a reporter. And he, uh, you know, came to and just nice, nice common man, you know, just reported and everything. But when something had to take place, he became Superman. What did he do? He, he, he every time on the episode, he went, <laughs> took off the outer garment, and there was the inner garment of a Superman. Whoa. You see, I believe that's what's taking place with us. We'll have that outer garment taken off and we'll have the Superman, the resurrected body, <laughs> exposed. Hallelujah. I saw that. God gave me that illustration. I said, whoa, that makes sense to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. So don't dare go to the bathroom and, and stand in the mirror and tear your clothes open and find your resurrected body. You ain't going to find it. <laughs> You won't find it. You got to be planted. <laughs> you got to die first, and then you'll have your resurrected body. Hallelujah! It's excited. Uh, Jesus came. I mean, let me remind you what Jesus. Jesus uh, came as an ordinary man to Mary. She thought he was a gardener. Jesus uh, had the nail prints in his hand. And he ate with his disciples. Uh, Jesus materialized and walked through the door. Uh, he walked on the road to Emmaus with two men. He had complete command of creation. Uh, I think we will too. We'll have that. He's given us dominion. That's what he told Adam and Eve. So everything that Adam and Eve had in the garden before they sinned, we'll have that ability as well in our resurrected form. I'm, 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 I'm Lord, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> but he still has something for us to do here, doesn't he? But we have the exciting future to look forward to. For that resurrection is coming. When He is revealed, we shall be like Him. Let me pray for you today. Father, I pray that people will gather the hope of the resurrection body into their life today. That they will see beyond the trials and tribulations and the mess on this earth today. That they will have the greatest hope of all of one day when Jesus is revealed they'll be like Him in all His glory in the resurrection body. Know that for yourself today. Know that for yourself today. And walk in that hope in Jesus' name. Amen.
Baby. 